Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The biggest story that we have nationwide anyway, uh, and maybe you don't relate to it so much here, and understandably so, uh, is the the big winter storm, the bomb cyclone, they call this. Now, the reason they call it a bomb cyclone is because your, your pressures and your temperatures are dropping very rapidly. We talked with Alex Stone, who's an ABC reporter who's based here in Los Angeles, that um, uh, he said the temperature in Denver dropped something like th- more than 30 degrees in nine minutes uh, yesterday, which is wild. Uh, it's just incredible. That's it, that's bizarre. That's like walking into a, a freezer at Costco. Speaking of Costco, all the, uh, all the, the, the worry in the Midwest anyway about uh, the the weather and how bad it's going to be and these blizzard warnings that are all over the place. The I just ran across this. The executive director of communications and external affairs for Grand Rapids, Michigan public schools is Leon Hendricks. And he tweeted, I'm at Costco because a snowstorm is coming. I don't need anything, but this feels like the right thing to do. I feel safe. My goodness. That is so true. And so shelves are emptying. I used to work uh, in the Kansas city area and we used to, we used to just joke anytime that there was a, a forecast of, bad weather coming and bad weather in in Kansas City was usually ice storm related it wasn't usually a, a bunch of snow uh, there was one time it was a christmas eve that i actually worked uh doing weather coverage on christmas eve 
Uh, and I, that was probably the worst weather I ever drove in. Uh, wind was howling. I mean, it was it was blizzard-like conditions. It was wind was up over thirty miles an hour, steady. You were get to wind coming off the fields there in Kansas that were you know forty-five, fifty-plus miles an hour and snowing like the Dickens. It was pretty treacherous, uh, and so I that was a pretty bad one. But whenever it whenever you got a bad forecast, people would immediately go to the grocery store and they would just stock up on a bunch of stuff, and it, it always struck me as being odd that people would stock up on things as though they were joining the Donner Party. People, even if you get quote-unquote snowed in where your Buick can't get out of the driveway for a day or two, pretty sure you got enough food in the house, you're not going to starve to death. It doesn't matter. They were still like, I'm going to need 30 loaves of bread. I'm going to need 10 gallons of milk. I'm going to need all the butter I can store. It's just bizarre how people behave. They just they stock up like it's the apocalypse. But whatever. Uh, to each their own. It, it, what it is is everybody's trying to, and we learned this with the pandemic, right? When people start stocking up on things, it's because they're trying to gain some sort of control over their, their circumstance, which is why all the toilet paper disappeared. People wanted to, they wanted to have something that made them feel like they had control over things. Either that or they were afraid COVID was like a diarrhea machine. The... The storm that is is hitting the Midwest, it's hitting the, the plains, it hit the, the Rockies, then to the plains, then to the Midwest, and eventually to the east, uh, it actually hit Washington and Oregon and really is not doing squat for California. We may see some, some wet weather next week, but we're just escaping this. Everybody else is, is getting cold, they're getting blizzards, they're getting uh, ice storms, they're getting freezing temperatures in Atlanta, everybody else, but we're just like... Eh, it's cool. But it is impacting travel real bad. Basically, you can go over the river and into the woods, but you're not going to make it through to Grandma's house. You're going to have to seek shelter inside your horse like Luke Skywalker. If you're headed out for the holidays, you're not getting anywhere because you're going to run into this, this treacherous weather. If you're flying out of LAX, I don't know where you're going. 23 plus 100 flights canceled today. Uh, 1,900 flights plus canceled tomorrow, pre-canceled. And if you think you're going to rebook and say, well, it's canceled tomorrow, I'll just rebook and get out on on Saturday, those flights are already rebooked and they're already full. You're not getting out. If you were going somewhere for Christmas, you're not getting there. Unless you can get on Elon Musk's private jet, you're not getting there. If somebody is coming to you, they're probably not going to get there, although there's a better chance that they get to you than you get to them. You've got flights, even if you're flying from here to New Orleans. If you have a connection in Denver, you're delayed or canceled. If you're flying southwest and you've got a connection in Dallas, if you're flying from here to Miami and you've got a connection in Dallas, you're delayed or canceled. So, it is affecting so many of us, and it's also affecting those people who are trying to get here for the holidays. Southern California is one of the top uh, tourist destinations during the holidays. People have a week. They think Disney's not going to be so busy this time of year, but the, the weather is still great, and it is. Not a bad plan, really. They come here. Pop still talks about uh, the great family trip they took 
in December of 1968 so that they could be at the Rose Bowl 1969. And he talks about that's when he first saw the Grand Canyon. And they, they rode Route 66 in the back of a station wagon with no seatbelts on all the way to Pasadena in December of 1968 so they could watch their Michigan Wolverines, and I think it was the Trojans, that played in 1969. Pops is still back in Michigan. He thinks all these blizzard warnings and everything else is just nonsense. And I said, don't you want to heed the warning at some point? I mean, he's kind of a last Boy Scout kind of person. He's the person that will have the emergency kit in the vehicle all the time, just in case. And yet, when there's actual forecasters saying things are going to be bad, he says the forecasters are lying to him. So he texted me uh, while we were on the air earlier today. He texted me and he said, they're they're knocking down the forecast. <laughs> I always read his text in an accent. They're knocking down the forecast. I told you. And I said, what do you mean? He says, they said we was going to get 16 inches of snow. Again, northern Michigan. And I said, oh, yeah? He says, now they say we're only going to get 13 inches of snow. Can't believe nothing they say. <laughs> okay, Pops. Only 13 inches of snow then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you showed them, Pops. You're right. They're all lying to you. You got it. Uh, Eric, can you play that uh, that cut, the flights canceled? This was uh, Channel 7 that had, they were talking about all the flights that were being canceled. This was earlier, and it's getting worse. Those who want to leave Southern California to go to parts east, you know what? As we always do, Philip, you and I have been doing this story for years trying to get out of Southern California right around Christmas, you are always taking a chance. The weather is causing a lot of headaches for travelers. Snow in the middle part of the country, then there's the extreme cold. Here at LAX, officials say at least 30 flights were canceled today. These are flights heading to Chicago and Minneapolis. Snow, ice, and the winds are causing all of the problems there. In other parts of the oh, country, the extreme cold in Texas, some parts of the state are below freezing today. We had a chance to talk to travelers who arrived from Denver. It's seven ah, below that's good. I don't zero. Need to hear from people coming in from Denver. I got a buddy that's in Houston and, and uh, he's part of a text chain I have with some friends that live in different places. One guy is in Denver, just coincidentally. One guy is in Denver, one guy is in um oh his wife works for Walmart there in uh in Arkansas, so he lives there in Bentonville area. I got another buddy that's in Chicago, a few friends that are in Kansas City, and one of the guys that's in this text chain is in um, Houston. And he said, our temperatures in Houston are 20. He says, I didn't come to Texas for this. Well, I advised him maybe just catch a flight to Cancun like a senator would do. Get on out of there. Talking about how bad things are in Chicago, Chicago's not talking about a whole lot of snow. Like five inches, I guess. But the wind is going to be horrific. Of course, the Windy City, but it, it really a bad deal there. The producer for the WGN Morning News in uh, in Chicago, WGN is their uh, their big uh, TV and radio station. Uh, he's the TV producer. Uh, he tweeted out, winter storm warning, snow models, snow models indicate anywhere from 1 to 83 inches. Could start Wednesday afternoon at 4 or 5, maybe not till Thursday morning or night. Maybe not at all. Actually, it might just rain. Don't know. So buy bread and milk, dress warm, but not yet. He's sort of reflective of... I told you Pops doesn't trust the weatherman. It's the same th- sort of thing. They never really trust the weatherman. I do see Buffalo, New York is looking at getting three to four feet of snow. Uh, that's pretty significant, but we keep hearing about how this is a once-in-a-generation storm. It's a once-in-a-generation storm. 
Is it, though? I mean, Buffalo, New York, a few weeks ago, Eric, correct me if I'm wrong here, this was the game just before Thanksgiving that the the Bills were supposed to be playing. They had to move it to Detroit, which has a dome, because they got six feet of snow. Yes, and the snow actually came the day before the game, but they still moved. So they had time to get out of town. Yeah, but, I mean, they really didn't have that much time to get out of town. I remember seeing videos of literally neighbors of players in their communities, like, helping get snow off of the cars <laughs> that was just piled up basically as tall as the car and the neighbors were helping the players get the snow off so they could get to the airport and make the make the flight over to Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Buffalo was playing Cleveland, they moved that game to Detroit and then uh, Buffalo had to play Detroit the, uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but they Detroit. actually ended up flying back to Buffalo and then back to Detroit for Thanksgiving for the game. Which I thought was crazy. They should have just although nobody wants to stay in Detroit. Yeah. Uh so I, I guess I get uh, why they want to get out of there. But when you hear once in a generation storm and you hear Buffalo, New York you get 3 or 4 feet of snow, which is unimaginable for us. They just had a storm where they got six feet of snow. Where this turns into that once-in-a-generation storm, that's going to be the cold. That's going to be the ice that hits in the southern states. The other states, it's a storm. It's legit. But North Dakota has temperatures drop and cold wind chills and blizzards. Northern Minnesota has that. Pops has a lot of snowfall, which is why he's not so worried about 13 inches of snow. Ah, you know, we're fine. I got the snowblower running, generators all set. So once in a generation, maybe not so much. This is the time that your that DoorDash is a life a real lifesaver, though, right? Like, oh, snow's coming down. Oh, thank goodness I have DoorDash. Total lifesaver for you, anyway. Not so much for your dasher. All right, we'll talk about some of those flights and, well, not the flights necessarily, but people who have flight from Southern California and their regrets. Next, Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. I was reading an article. I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting, and, I, and I've heard this sort of thing uh, from others. Uh, the Times ran this. It was by uh, Sarah Bross, and she uh, lived in Los Angeles uh, and then uh, left, uh, moved to Madison, Wisconsin. She says, as the pinch of inflation and L.A.'s high gas prices caused many people to rethink where they live, I've been revisiting our decision to move away from the city. Four years ago, my husband and our two-year-old daughter and I left from Los Angeles International Airport on one-way tickets to Madison, Wisconsin. We had careers. Uh, we owned a home in Mar Vista with two dogs and a succulent garden. <coughs> garden. 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 Can't even say it. After 15 years, we had established L.A. as our home, and then suddenly it wasn't anymore. So, we keep hearing about people who say that they're leaving. We're out of here. She said, on a recent visit back, friends and strangers asked if uh, life is better outside L.A. They've, uh, they all have oft-repeated mental exercises where they uproot and go to Bend, Oregon, or Boise, Idaho, or Austin, Texas. Utopia, where the iced lattes flow and traffic is non-existent. And so they say, are you happier? She said, our old house in Mar Vista was listed for sale again by the new owners, and I really thought about it. But are they happier? No. You can't go home again, she says. She said, I thought I'd fall in love with old friends when we moved back to my home state, but we barely see them. Most are married with the Wisconsin requisite three children. They welcome us home with open arms at first, but now we don't get together that often. Maybe it's their kids' grueling soccer schedules. There's less diversity. 
Said, in one downtown LA car dealership I visited for work, 32 languages were spoken. In Madison, I once attended a meeting with four other white women named Sarah, or Sarah with an H. She said, life is easier elsewhere. In LA, we work crazy hours to keep up with our mortgage, expenses, and a nanny. In Madison, with lower stress jobs, we can afford a colonial-style home that is almost three times the size of our LA bungalow and on a lot filled with oak trees. I get to be the one who takes my daughter to the park on sunny afternoons. We traded the ocean for three lakes and the perma-sunshine for seasons. Our daughter loves ice skating and snow. Other things are easier, too. The zoo is free, and we actually go. See, there's an upside. And the creativity flourishes. There's not as much stress outside of Los Angeles. She says it means a lot to care for her aging parents rather than her parents being in Los Angeles. So if you have come to L.A. from elsewhere and you've got parents that are elsewhere, it's nice to be there in your parents' twilight years. And that change can be good but ultimately wants to move back. After my husband and I clicked through the pictures of our old home, poo-pooing the changes the new owners made, he asked me want to move back. No way, I said, because I know that's what he wanted to hear. It was listed in June for a shocking $2 million, twice what we paid for it seven years earlier. That was a lie. My feelings are way more complicated. Despite what Wisconsin offers, a deep-rooted part of me belongs, uh, longs to move back to L.A., It got under my skin with its barely contained chaos and lingering twilights. Growing up in Wisconsin, I was always searching. I longed to escape the conventions of my childhood. Conventions, excuse me, of my childhood. I can read. Uh, I was restless, and L.A. offered endless variety. Despite my rational side checking boxes, a part of me wants to be back there. Someday, maybe I will be. I have to tell you, I have a similar story growing up in, in the upper Midwest and eventually matriculating to Southern California. And... I got the same reaction from everyone in the Midwest. And I worked in different in different markets in the Midwest. Um, I, I lived in Omaha for a year. I lived in the Kansas City area, uh, Lawrence, Kansas, where uh, University of Kansas is. I lived there for seven years. Uh, I grew up in, in northern Michigan. I spent a lot of time in the Midwest. And when I came to Southern California, they all said, oh, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. It's so expensive to live there. Uh, you're going to have to deal with the traffic. And there's no room. Nobody's got any yards. There's not enough water for people. And all these things are true. They are. But something that I found in Southern California that I have not experienced anywhere else, and I and I assume, excuse me, I assume that there is probably uh, an element of this in New York, which I, I've never lived in New York, uh, and also Chicago to some degree, but especially here. And that is... I've never felt more connected to everything than I do in Southern California. What is a world away when you're elsewhere is a world outside your door when you're in Southern California, and especially here where you're at the epicenter. And I, I worked some in, uh, in uh, San Francisco too. It feels that way, especially around the tech industry, but, but everything that is just, fantasy of people on TV, people on TV don't exist in the world outside of the television if you're living in Birmingham. It's not the case. When you're here, you may see the people that are on TV. You may see somebody at the mall or or getting coffee or whatever. Don't bother them, but you may see that person. Especially working in media, we run into people in the hallway. And, and Mark and Eric, you you can you can uh, side with me on this, right? Like you don't know who you're going to run into. 
Oh, I've yeah. never felt more connected than I do here. I, I, I mean, and I wasn't here for this, but there was a time that, uh, that uh, Tim Conway Jr. was was taking some time off. And I, I don't remember the exact circumstances, if I had recently filled in for him or if I was in for him for a portion of that week or whatever else it was. But I was talking with the, the program director, Robin, and I, and I said, you know, well, I can work on Friday, too, if you need me to work on Friday. And she said, no, I've got that covered. And, you know, that's a little bit of a blow to a guy who likes to be on KFI. I mean, this is, this is a dream station for anybody, anybody's career. This is, you know, right at the top. And so I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." She goes, "No, I've got it. I've got it covered." And I go, well, "Okay, well that that's all right." And she just kind of volunteered it to me. I didn't say who's doing it. She says, uh, "Leno's going to cover cover it." <laughs> <laughs> no big deal, <laughs> right? And so it's like, "Oh my gosh, Leno isn't just covering a radio shift in Minneapolis, right? You, that doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. I've never felt more connected." to the world beyond that I have here. You don't get that in the Midwest. And so, yeah, we have traffic. Yeah, things are expensive. But, God, you are a part of it. And I'm sure the same feeling is it goes on in New York City as well, but it's just a high I, that if you have not ever lived anywhere else, you take it for granted. But when you're here, you never take it for granted. All right, we'll talk about some of those uh, high-profile individuals you may run into and some that might be leaving your neighborhood. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Chris Merrill in for the boys. Uh, Guys, is it Mo in tonight for Tim? He is. Okay. I love Mo. I'm looking forward to hearing that. And then Mo, by the way, is is, uh, Mo Kelly is going to be in tomorrow for John and Ken as I have a previous engagement. So Mo is back tomorrow for... uh, uh, for the boys. And then I think, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I think Mo is in for John and Ken all next week as well. I've got a few days where I'm covering for uh, for Tim Conway Jr., so we'll uh, we'll kind of swap those day parts uh, a little bit around. Uh, looking forward to it. Absolutely relish our time together here. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm a sports fan. In fact, uh, sports, as soon as uh, the microphone goes off, Eric and I uh, talk sports, uh, when I should be probably getting ready for the next segment. But instead, we end up talking sports. YouTube is going to pay an average price of roughly $2 billion a year for the rights to broadcast NFL Sunday ticket games. Sunday ticket, Cha-ching is right. If you're unfamiliar, Sunday ticket, DirecTV had Sunday ticket, and basically you can get any out-of-market game uh, on your your television if you are subscribed to Sunday ticket. And Red Zone. If you are, say, well, I was going to bring up Red Zone. If you are a uh, if you're a uh, let's say you're a Raiders fan, I don't know why you would be, but let's say you're a Raiders fan, uh, you would be able to watch Raiders games uh, in L.A. if you had Sunday Ticket. But also they have a they have a form of Red Zone. Am I right on this? Because I I got Sunday Ticket one time years ago uh, when I didn't have cable. Uh, uh, Eric or Mark, do you guys have have you have you had the Sunday Ticket? They have got their own red zone, don't they? Yeah, different from the NFL Network's red zone. Yeah, Sunday Ticket has their own red zone. Uh, I never have purchased Sunday Ticket, but I worked at a restaurant that had Sunday Ticket, and I like ran all of the TVs for Sunday football. Okay, so the way Red Zone works, if you're unfamiliar, is that Red Zone bounces around to all the different games. Uh, depending on who is the closest to scoring. 
and they may they may have a, a split screen. They may have two or three different games going on. Uh, they also have you can get wild. You can have eight games going on at the same time in their split screen. They call it the Octobox. Anyway, if you have a bunch of teams that are all in the red zone and getting ready to score, they kind of bounce back and forth between all those different games, and there's no commercials. Every Sunday in my house is spent watching Red Zone. I really don't watch uh, full games any longer. I might watch you know tonight's game, um, which has already started. Uh, the, the Thursday night game on, on Amazon Prime, but I watched the, the Red Zone because it's fantastic. You get all the best part of football. You don't have to sit through timeouts and replays and commercials and all that other stuff. I love it. It is a very, very lucrative investment. For the last, what is it, seven or eight years, DirecTV has had that. Now, YouTube will have the rights to to uh, the NFL Sunday ticket and then their version of Red Zone as well. But they're paying $2 billion a year for that. That's huge. The other thing that kind of stinks about the Sunday ticket is that it's only out-of-market games. So if you are a, a Rams or a Chargers fan, you would still have to watch that game on the local affiliate. Uh, which is a whole lot easier to do now than it was when I lived in San Diego and was a Chargers fan, and they would black out the games because not enough people were going to the game. So at least now you'd be able to watch those on the local affiliates. Uh, Just the same $2 billion a year they're paying for this stuff, which means they plan on making a bunch of money. This is huge, not just from a, uh, a contract standpoint, but it's huge because it means Google and their streaming service, YouTube, is making a huge go at becoming a streaming leader and a content creator. We thought maybe Amazon was going to get in on this because Amazon does have the contract for the Thursday night games. We thought maybe Apple TV might might make a run at this, but YouTube and Google end up, or Alphabet, which is the parent company, uh, end up being the winners on this. So we'll see if this has an impact on upping the number of people that subscribe to the YouTube TV services as they're trying to compete with some of those other uh, streamers, whether it's uh, content creators like Netflix or Amazon or some of the other streaming services like Sling. Uh, YouTube is YouTube is trying to find their lane and, uh, and carve out their niche. Uh, do you have YouTube TV, Chris? I do not. I do. I it do is not. phenomenal. Oh, it, you like it? But yeah. it's like 60 bucks a month, isn't it? Yeah. I'm actually on my buddy's plan. It, if you pay for like a family oh, that's plan, the it, way to do it. it lets you add people to the account. But yeah, okay. I think the base plan is like sixty four ninety nine a month, and it gives you everything. There are so many different channels on there. And then now it actually it has its own red zone, speaking of the NFL, and now that it'll be incorporating Sunday Ticket uh, starting next year, I think... I think it's going to be great, and the, so the user the, experience is so it's so easy to use YouTube TV, especially if you have a smart TV. Oh yeah, so it's got like the Scott Hansen NFL yes. Red Zone yeah, that Scott the Hansen. NFL Network puts out. Yeah, so yeah. I've got Sling, and I have that, and I'm paying I'm not paying sixty bucks, but I'm not far from that right now uh, with the with all the different uh, packages. So it's probably a wash. It's six and one half dozen the other. I think, and but I'm not I think, sure, but I think for ahead. the Sunday ticket once. YouTube starts with it. I think you might have to pay a little extra charge to get the Sunday ticket package. That was the point I was going to make. Yeah, yeah, in addition to whatever your YouTube TV package is uh, yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah. But it's a legitimate run. You know, I think Hulu Premium is like 60 bucks a month, and that gets you a bunch of the TV channels and stuff like that. Sling, if you get the, the full packages, I think, I think I'm up to about 55 or $60 a month. Still a hell of a lot less than I was ever paying for cable. Yeah, man. And- for for people that don't have YouTube TV when the NFL 
Sunday ticket stuff starts, you'd be able to purchase NFL Sunday ticket a la carte and you don't have to have a YouTube TV subscription. So they, they'll be able to have people that don't have YouTube TV subscriptions okay. still access NFL Sunday ticket. They just have to pay some sort of like a la carte fee to get that package every week. All right. That's how DirecTV was doing it, too. The yeah. problem is you had to get it through a streaming service. For me, it was on like my kid's PlayStation is how I got it uh, because I didn't have the satellite dish, right? And DirecTV was satellite. So that was the only way I was able to do that was was, was with the streaming stuff. Right. Uh, I'm I'm interested in this as sort of a uh, an aside. This is changing topics here. There was a lot of talk about a year ago, and I know that we did a lot of different talk shows uh, about this, not just in the sports realm, but also in uh, mainstream talk radio, when we talked about the name, image, likeness in college sports, which was basically college athletes could make money uh, being a college athlete, right? They're not being paid by the schools, but they're not being prohibited from making money uh, based on their activities on the field. They can get sponsorships in the same way that LeBron James can get a, a Nike deal. Uh, these guys uh, can now get a deal with whomever they want. Could be could be Nike, could be local car dealership, whatever it might be. Uh, so the name, image, likeness is kind of changing the game a little bit. And what we're finding out is for a lot of these big schools, they also have a lot of big alums, and those alums have some deep pockets, and they're willing to help the schools recruit by saying to these high school players, hey, if you come to my uh, alma mater, if you come to USC, you know, uh, maybe you're going to be the new face of uh, my Toyota dealership, right? That might be the big thing. What we're also finding out is that schools that have alums with really deep pockets are able to completely change the composition of the conferences. So if you are a USC, UCLA fan, now I know you, uh, I know UCLA is going to be uh, bouncing to the Big Ten, but uh, if you're a fan and you've been watching Pac-10 um, uh, football for a while, you know Oregon's been a powerhouse. They're only going to get better, and in large part, that's because one of uh, one of the, the Nike guys, Phil Knight, uh, he's dumping a ton of money into the name, image, likeness. In other words, paying players a ton of money to come play for the Oregon Ducks. They are snagging people, five-star recruits from other colleges, on a near-daily basis. It is the evolution of college sports, and it has become, let's face it, semi-pro. And some of these schools are going to have to find some other donors with some really deep pockets that they want to keep up with the likes of Nike's Oregon. All right, we'll see how entertained you are, and we'll welcome in the great Mo Kelly. Next, it's Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Want to see just how entertained you are. If you're a video gamer, maybe you're paying close attention to this story. In fact, maybe you are part of this story. Chances are slim, but it could happen. It's possible you are part of the story. Uh, Microsoft hit with a lawsuit. Uh, in U.S. court with a private consumer uh, claim that the technology company's near $70 billion bid to purchase Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard will unlawfully squelch competition in the video game industry. As you may or may not know, Call of Duty is one of the big uh, popular video games. It is massive, and whenever they have a new release, then there's uh, people lined up around the block. And I, I think... I think I'm part of the last group of people that didn't become lifelong gamers. I I know this is so normal now. I see I see uh, uh, Instagram videos and, and uh, 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 
Twitter videos of of husbands and wives, and the wives are like, oh, he's playing video games again. And I thought, my goodness, my wife never would have said I do if I spent all day long playing video games on the computer. She wouldn't have done it. That's not to say I haven't enjoyed a video game in my adult years, even when the kids aren't around. I have. But uh, I think I could find uh, my PS4, which was the kids' PS4. It's in a box in the garage somewhere. It's just not It's not a, a huge priority. But I do know that there are plenty of, I don't think so much Gen X, but I do think uh, millennial generation that are playing video games into their 30s and, and later. Uh, so it's a big industry. It's huge, and Call of Duty is, is monster. It's no longer pimple-faced kids in their in their late teens that are sitting around uh, getting ready to play video games. It's it's full-on adults with 401ks and real jobs and everything. And good on you. I'm not criticizing. It's just a generational difference there. This complaint that was filed against Microsoft uh, in court here in California comes two weeks after the Federal Trade Commission filed a case with an administrative law judge looking to stop Microsoft from completing the largest ever acquisition in the video gaming market. They say that if Microsoft acquires Activision, it will have far outsized market power in the video game industry. With the ability to foreclose rivals, limit output, reduce consumer choice, raise prices, and further inhibit competition. Kind of blows my mind because the lawsuit seems so similar to what Microsoft dealt with back in the 90s with the uh, uh, the uh, Internet Explorer, right? And the Internet Explorer was this monolith. Microsoft became so big for a while that uh, Bill Gates actually gave uh, Steve Jobs, what was it, $100 million to boost Apple so that Apple would be a legitimate competitor so that Microsoft wouldn't have to be uh, broken up? I, Microsoft, as much as it feels at times like Microsoft is lagging, and as much as people dog on Microsoft, and they've had some failed projects. Their Zune comes to mind that was supposed to be a, a competitor to the iTunes. Uh, their uh, their their PCs have been a, a staple in society, but uh, from a creative standpoint, I still know so many different people that are in uh, creative fields that still swear by the, the, the Apples and the Macs. They've never really been able to crack that. Uh, a particular group. Um, they've had other projects that have just fallen flat, but my God, it sure seems like Microsoft just keeps coming out on top. Their operating system is huge, continues to be huge. Windows 11 will be uh, the most adopted uh, operating system in the world in no time. They're massive. And now they're into the video games. And they're at the point where they're so concerned with Microsoft becoming such a monopoly in the video game realm that you've got people who are jumping in on this. This latest uh, lawsuit in the federal courts is being brought by 10 gamers, actual video gamers that are saying, wait a minute, we have standing here. If Microsoft takes over, that's going to diminish competition. And frankly, we need that competition because we want better games. Just wild, man. Mo Kelly is with me. Mo, are you somebody that uh, that that video games every now and again, or are you part of the generation I'm in that just says, "Nah"? I know you and I are closer to the same age. Uh, video games still a thing for you, or no? No, they stopped being a thing back when I had in television. So that ought to that ought to tell you about when. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, same thing. But I know adults that do it. Yeah, I do you too. Know, I, I just don't have the time, or at yeah. least I don't want to spend my time doing that. 
Yeah, I guess you're right. But I do tinker around to the games on my phone every now and again, just as time wasters, I suppose. No, but I have not, not so one competitive I have not, game. I have not one game on my phone. Not one. Oh, good for you. Good for you. That's excellent. And uh, I hate when they do that bundleware that ends up with a bunch of crap on your phone or your computer, too. Right. I always delete all that stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on tonight? I know I, I wanted to I wanted to end the show with some entertainment because I knew that you and I could bond over the entertainment stuff. What do you have coming up on the, the Tim Conway Jr. show tonight? Well, definitely. We're going to talk about Twister, the movie with Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Both of them are gone. Well, Classic. they're supposed to be uh, making a sequel to that, which is going to be weird, but we'll talk about it. And along those lines, movie studios may be now, uh, I'll say, eligible, liable for their trailers. If they're false advertisements, they may be sued for that. And also... Wait a minute. Hold on. Yes. So if I see see a trailer that says that the next Will Ferrell movie will be funny and it's not, I can sue them? Well, there's a line of demarcation. There, there's a, a case which has been allowed to proceed where an actress was featured in the trailer but was not in the movie. And so someone oh. who paid $5 for a movie ticket thinking that this actress was going to be in the movie was more than disappointed. She felt that she was uh, legally harmed defrauded. in some way. Yes, defrauded. So, yeah. so it, Interesting. it makes you wonder because you look at Marvel and Marvel has misleading trailers all the time intentionally. Right, they're trying to throw a cur- throw you a curve, so you're yes. giving away their big movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. Oh boy! All right, is that uh, is that the first hour? Boy, you packed this show with good stuff tonight. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. We'll have to talk about what you were talking about in regard to two YouTube and NFL. I have Sling TV, so this is going to impact my Same. red zone. So I don't want them to take my red zone away. Okay, Eric, oh, you and Mark, baby, that almost happened to us. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. something we might have to have a misunderstanding over because that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm with you. There was a there was one weekend there where all of a sudden Red Zone didn't exist. They were working on a contract right. negotiation with the NFL Network. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my gosh! I was like, I, I actually went on and I canceled my sports package because I was like, I'm not dealing with it. And then they brought it back, so I I re-upped the sports package right away. But uh, yeah, no, I was very upset about that. Very upset, for sure. Hey, I'm looking forward to it, Mo. Have uh, have a great show over there, my friend. It sounds like you've got a, a good one ahead of us. I miss you, my brother. We need to get together sometime soon. I agree. I agree. Love to sit down and uh, and hang with you. Thank you so much, and say hi to uh, Twala as well. We'll love you guys. Miss you like the Dickens. Have a great show. Chris Maryland for John and Ken. I will be back next week uh, in the seat that uh, the Mo's sitting in, in the Tim Conway Jr. seat uh, next Monday. I'll talk to you then. Uh, Have a good one. Uh, It's KFI AM 640 live everywhere on your iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.